Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which we're today going to talk about video, all kinds of different video solutions and when to use video in your marketing strategy. And we're going to talk, or I'm going to talk, with Umberto Farias, who is the CEO of Fan Hero, um, a company based out of the US. And I'll let Umberto introduce himself. So please introduce yourself, Umberto, and explain what you guys at Fan Hero do. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm Humberto Farias. I am the CEO of Fan Hero. And uh, we're focused on, we are a live streaming and all in one platform um, that enables consumers, brands, and, and creators to, to generally create content. Cool. So you have a lot of uh, companies that you have as a customer and are, are typically, are your users typically marketers or are they conference, content producers or what kind of users do you typically have? So we have a, a good balance between brands and, and creators. However, we have seen a significant uptick in the brands scenario, uh, most recently, especially over the past 12 to 24 months, uh, there has certainly been a big increase in terms of brands and, and um, different companies using the platform and creating video and, and distributing video as well. Cool. I think there is a, is a huge demand for what you're offering because I have a well quite some experience with marketers that are using video in their strategy. Um, and before we dive into that, um, I would like, first of all, kind of set the stage a little because video is a very broad topic and there's lots of kinds of, of different kinds of video that marketers and content producers can use. So what are the, let's say, most important categories of video that we're going to talk about today, Umberto? Yeah, so... What we see, especially from a brand's standpoint, we are seeing a large demand on when it, when it comes to we do have the video format and the video category, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as it relates to the video format, we are seeing more and more brands gravitate towards live events, right? And 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 um, unpack that a little bit unpack that a little bit in terms of why is it that they, they're doing that. And it has to do with the easiness of creating content. Um, but as it relates to the category or the segment, um, we're seeing a very positive trend um, from brands creating educational videos, informative videos for their audience, right? So that has been... Uh, you know, you, you do have the, the events and you do have, um, you know, the, the, the highly produced videos. Um, as it relates to the, the, the most recent pieces, we just, we're seeing a, a large adoption from brands uh, creating more and more videos, organic videos even, to be able to convey uh, information to their audience and to educate their audience about what they do at the end of the day, it's really about uh, providing value, right? So, uh, and we want to do it in a way that is not as taxing or is not as expensive. Mm -hmm. So, 
if I say there's one very relevant trend in the industry, past, uh, I'd say that that trend is, is brands um, creating these, these types of educational, informative contents, um, you know, around the, their products and services. So when you're talking about those educational or informative videos, where, where do those kinds of videos fit into a strategy? Are those suitable for any business or any marketer? So when when do marketers, when, when are they uh, basically better off using videos versus, for example, photo, photography or like, let's say visual content in another form? Yeah, that's a that's a great great question. Um, so, what we have seen is um, it's really applicable to the extent that we've seen to any and all brands. Um, so, over the past twelve months, for instance, uh, we have been approached or launched, or clients have signed up for for platforms across all different segments. Okay, for us was the agricultural one. Right, the agricultural um, one. That's not one yeah. I would, let's say, have on the top of my list. Exactly. So, so this is just to exemplify one. You know, the 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 applicable, the general applicability of creating content. So, and and it's not just one. I mean, we have today. I'd say that probably dozens of agricultural platforms of brands creating content towards uh, either informing or educating people about agriculture, and because it's a very sort of it, that is not the first one that comes to mind. I, I figured I'd, I'd bring that one up. But what we've seen is there's just a a, a good momentum on, on conversations on on the internet, right, on the web, and company wants they certainly want to be engaged and participate in that conversation, right? So what we're seeing is this, uh, and, and companies realize that the overall consumer journey today tends to be longer, right, and, and people are better educated before they buy. And, and what better way to become educated uh, about your brand, about your product, than a message that comes from your own organization, right? So uh, I, I think part of the motivation behind that is that brands and companies are getting ahead uh, and, and trying to deliver uh, that message from their perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and what they're doing, and because video is such a highly consumed and, and very digestible form of content today, we're seeing that brands are making a big effort to uh, stay ahead of the curve and, and create a lot of content. So when it comes to the, whether it's agriculture, energy, consumer goods, you know, we see a lot of traction of, of, of companies creating content. And, and because content um, can be something that it doesn't always have to be um, very highly produced. And, and actually we have data to, to that, that to back that up, but we've actually have some benchmarks and tasks where we took this you know, incredibly high produced uh, video video uh, piece of content, and uh, and it, it got literally the same amount of views uh, of a content that was produced from organically from a phone and posted on the web. So uh, at the end of the day, I think it's it's one thing that is critical for especially marketers to understand is, is that it's a lot easier for people to connect to other people than it is for them to simply connect to the company, right? Yeah. And that's why people are so important to the message because it is the way that it's how we relate, right? Um, you know, 
by by conversing by by um, having our questions answered. So uh, I think there is this, um, you know, sometimes uh, marketers think that it's it's such a complicated and expensive initiative to promote. But what we're seeing is quite the opposite. Is there are many ways that you can make content inexpensive, right? And uh, one of the one of the ways is to you know list your consumer uh, questions, right? And what what were they looking for to get answered? What are the most uh, um, you know what are they usually looking for um, when they're about to buy your product or service, right? And just making the list, talking to your customers, and and creating a a Q and A minimally produced session on 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 that type of content. You know, it's 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 very appropriate. So you got, we have to think about video today. Uh, very, you know, in a very in a way that is very similar to how SEO was, mm-hmm. you know, ten or years ago, right? Um, and it's about organic content. It's always been about content. Love it, love it. And you know, I love the 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 way and the examples that you're giving to use start using video. And I think a lot of listeners would also love the idea. And I think they're also convinced that they should start using it. Um, however. There, and you already hinted at this, um, there is this big hurdle that they want to take because it's in their head, I would say, and their, maybe their experience, it's mm-hmm. it's hard. And it's a lot of work to make videos, even those easy videos, because you need to have a script, you need to have the right materials, uh, how about software, I need to get subtitles and you know, all that kind of stuff. So first of all, do you recognize this hurdle? And secondly, obviously... How are we going to tackle this? Uh, those those are uh, great points. And I think these are the most uh, common challenges that the marketers face when they, they first talk about creative video. I, I think it's it's critical that we assess that, again, like, like we talked, how important video is, right? And, and, and today, it's, I'd say it's a must, and it goes hand in hand with, with SEO. So um, in terms of providing just value, you know, easy way, so they're many ways we can tackle this and i recognize that it's it's a challenge uh, but it, sometimes really it's an it's a an intrinsic challenge more than it is really a, a a practical challenge so what i mean by that is that um you know especially today and i'll, I'll talk about a few ways that your audience your and marketers can make that process very easily right um so as it relates to the to the to the creation of content right to the planning of content um I, I I I tend to tell people to think about the conversations they have, right, and, and think about the consumers they talk to, and talk about the questions that come up. You know, if they need anything, talk to sales, talk to to different people about what comes up, right. So the creation of content could be very very organic and easy to do. Now, if if you really need some more ideas and assistance, like there are plenty of platforms out there. Most recently, ChatGPT. That will actually do a lot of the heavy lifting for you, and we've seen, uh, you know, a lot of fancy clients uh, use ChatGPT for the purpose of of creating, helping them create content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but Fanhero itself, we're actually launching a content creation, script creation AI that is going to be embedded in the platform. So there's a multitude of, of tools out there that can assist, you know, with the initial sort of writer's block, blank page stage to help the process. And I think the next photo that you touched on is the, the software and the application. And, and as it relates to that, I think people really need to, to think about what we what we just talked about, which is 
uh, it's about the organic component of creating video, right? Um, you know, going to a Zoom with someone, right? Interviewing a client, uh, interviewing someone from within the company, talking about a problem they're addressing, right? Um, talking about new, new technologies, new, new industry news, right? That's a, that's a great way. Just have a conversation, let's say, you know, to talk about like we have a, a, a client who's in the solar uh, energy sustainability uh, um, um, uh, industry, right? Mm -hmm. So they host conversations about with engineers, right? And with consumers and say, you know, what do you think about the technology? How does it work? How does it help help you solve your problems? How does it save you money? And then engineers, you know, what kind of problems they're trying to save and what, what kind of issues they're trying to tackle? And then the industry experts. So I would, to be honest, I, I don't think that the most, um, viewed videos necessarily are the always the highly produced. I think the key thing is to offer value, right? It is actually the most important thing. So an and effort can be, value can be offered in a multitude of ways, right? But one of the ways is helping people solve problems. So we talked about, you know, the, the I think the creating of the script, right? That's number one. And then the number one is creating content. But a great way that we see a lot of people doing that as well is with live streams, right? And Q&As, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, we can use Zoom for that. There are a lot of platforms for that. Uh, uh, FinHero does that as well. You know, in all these technologies and companies, you can simply open a browser and start recording a session. You can live stream a session. You can invite customers and prospects to participate. Uh, you can create a library of content so that people can always, always reference. But as it relates to brand, we have seen enormous success on, on brands that are taking the lead uh, on educating their customers, right? Um, some significant case studies, really, uh, and we can talk about that uh, a little bit down the line as well, if you like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that because what two of the things that I I'm I'm picking up here from what you're saying is first of all that a video doesn't have to be very high quality or edited. You know, the quality we can always doubt, doubt, talk about, but I mean. It doesn't have to be as produced as a as a movie, for example, on TV. So it's like simple videos that add value can also work. So that's that's one thing I I pick up here. And the other thing, um, you also well mentioned the word a couple of times, but you need to have a process in place mm -hmm. to to so you don't you shouldn't consider making videos as a one-off project, but it needs to be a process which you follow, which makes it easy to make a batch of videos, like a series uh, to to answer questions from customers or or have a frequently asked questions or maybe even a series of educational videos. So I love that idea. Um, we're almost through our time here, but I would like to conclude with with some examples. So could you share some 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 of the success stories of customers that you have as an inspiration for listeners. Yes, absolutely. So we have uh, companies in the mobility sector. Um, there's a company in Latin America called Adam and also one called Itaú. It's a financial um, uh, institution. And uh, what instead of taking a direct approach of commercializing their product and just selling it, what they did instead is they um, they create these, created these videos that, that educate their consumers about the importance of you know mobility and in cities uh and they 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 talked they, they interviewed industry experts they had q a sessions live streams uh and instead of simply focusing on you know here's my product to sell here's my solution to your problem 
Uh, instead, what they did is they created a community around their content, right? So mm-hmm. now instead of just having consumers, they had advocates, right? Which is a phenomenal, um, really process in terms of a consumer journey. It's not to just have, uh, you know, people that buy your product really to have fans, right? So I think that companies that are able to engage and form a community uh, that educates and inform uh, their people um, are, are being very, very successful. We're seeing a lot of success, let's say, in the educational space, also financial education, uh, like I talked about, like agriculture. Uh, we have this dentist <laughs> that, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, it's making, you know, um, I believe, six figures now. Uh, on a monthly basis as a result of teaching other dentists um, on how to, you know, improve their practices, right? So, wow. you know, everything from marketing to how to treat a, a patient, right? And how to, uh, you know, about, you know, what to do once they first walk into your office. So I think really there's a, an opportunity, especially uh, as it relates to, to hyper-segmentation in the sense that, you know, most people are experts in what they do. And there are a lot of companies and a lot of consumers and a lot of people that are trying to learn more about it. So if you can tell them about that, I believe you can convey a lot, you provide a lot of value to those people and uh, and build really a community around your brand and your content. And that's a great place to be in is to have your consumers as, as fans, right? Love it. Love it. So that's where your company name comes from, Fan Hero, right? So um, thank you very much for sharing those case studies. There are more case studies on your website. I'll share a link to fanhero.com on the in the show notes as well. Um, I'll also share a link to your LinkedIn profile. So, Umberto, that people can reach you should they want to contact you after uh, having heard listened to this uh, podcast. So with that, Humberto, I would like to thank you very much for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.